0: He's seen fire, he's seen rain, he's seen sunny days that he thought would never end. He's seen lonely times when he could not find a friend. Actually, that's not true. Jim Killian, director of communications and marketing for the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, can't walk the halls of Shelby Center for more than five seconds before bumping into someone who considers him not just an invaluable colleague, but a dear, dear friend. That's what 35 years will do for you. And here's what his 35 years did for Auburn.
1: I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It it looks something like this. 1.21 gigawatts. What the hell is
0: a gigawatt? (laughs) You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College
1: of Engineering.
0: Hello, hello, once again. Welcome to the greatest podcast in all of higher education, Hashtag getting brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, Auburn University. Ever heard of it? I am Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. <sighs> joined by Austin Phillips. The, hey, Jeremy. What's up? For the assistant, <laughs> the, the assistant director in the Office of Communications and Marketing, and joined today. You finally get to say it. You. you, by, you The. The director. That's it. The director of the Office of Communications and Marketing in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Jim Killian. JK to his friends, to his enemies, (laughs) of which he has made many on both counts (laughs) over the last... What's it been? Seventy-five years. You've been here, <laughs> something like that. Thirty-five. It was API when he. No, got forty-five. Here. <laughs> exactly. Been here since the late forties. Uh, Jim, obviously, thank you so much for uh, joining us here today in your office. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll change the pace. We're today. bringing it to you. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and why not? Because uh, I mean, you deserve that. Hey, hey, Amen.
1: You deserve every courtesy we can
0: extend. So August second, what you're going
1: to be doing? Uh, I'm going to be doing some of the things that I've uh, kicked down the road for the last three decades. Uh, I plan to do some traveling with my wife, Karen, uh, always my greatest supporter over these years. And uh, most folks know that I'm a uh, motorcycle aficionado, so I plan to do uh, various motorcycle trips. Now, now you drive a big Harley, is that correct? I drive a big, bad BMW. (laughs) A BMW. Oh,
2: yeah. You've Uh, seen the bike before.
0: I honestly have only seen a blur. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, that's usually the, you know, the way you just, see it—just it. <laughs> going down, just a blur and some leather. Well, we don't need to go into my driving or my riding habits, <laughs> but that is something interesting. When I first joined, it was like, "Oh yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim's hopping on the hog, going down the road." But uh, well, let's delve into this um, amazing career—the thing that the years you have been here. Um, what what year was it? I guess let me do the math. Uh, Thirty was that eighty four. I guess
1: roughly, yeah. That I okay. came here, that you came over here now. You yeah. have been with, um, uh, uh, I was or... with, yeah, I was with the university's main office of uh communications and marketing, then uh, moved over here in the mid 80s. And you graduated from here too, no, no, no. no I went to uh, Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Now, is that the Ohio University or just yeah, Ohio? That is just Ohio okay. University, oh, just but you're from here. here. But Ohio. I am from here, right? I was born in Uppalaca, okay, but I grew up in. Ohio. And, and
2: Ohio is one of the I mean, one of the most renowned J schools uh, in the nation. So talk about your time there.
1: Austin, you're absolutely correct. Uh, when I entered Ohio University, it was a top-ten journalism school, and it's still a top-ten journalism school. So I felt I was well-served there, felt I received a quality education, and I also had the same kind of experience there that we give our students here at Auburn. It's a, a residential campus, very friendly, uh, High quality. Why? Why Ohio? Well, you know, at the time, uh, my family was living in Akron, Ohio, and uh, I had been uh, actually recruited by Ohio State, but I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to go to a college with fifty thousand students in the middle of uh, Columbus, Ohio. So again, Ohio University had the you know it had the kind of feel I was looking for, and of course, it had the uh, academic programs that I was seeking. So what brought you back to God's country. Uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but a uh, failed relationship back in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's been great.
0: Good. All the best in the future.
1: <laughs> yeah, I took what they call the geographic cure and moved back home. There
0: you, go. Right. All right. there you go. Well, so how has it changed since you've been here? Specifically, let's go with like
1: engineering. I mean, the,
0: the office, like how many people were, were here when you arrived?
1: Uh, I tell you what, when I arrived in engineering, uh, I was it. I took over from uh, a guy named Fowler Duggar. Father Duggar? Fowler. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fowler Duggar. He's not a priest. (laughs) Yeah, not a priest. Okay. But it was a one-man shop, and, you know, I ran it as a one-man shop for a while. Then in the early 2000s, I think it was 2002, Larry Benefield, who was dean at the time, was looking to uh, give the College of Engineering more visibility, and asked me to grow the uh, office out and hire some folks to uh, to make a bigger footprint happen.
2: Where were you located when you first came to the uh, engineering?
1: When I first came to engineering, I was in Ramsey Hall, okay. right up the street on Mag, uh, on the first floor in a suite across from the dean's office. Uh, And because that building has been renovated over and over, I was in a couple of offices there before we all moved down to uh, Shelby Hall.
2: Okay, so you've only been in Ramsey and Shelby?
1: Ramsey and Shelby, that's it, yeah.
0: So what was the most exciting story in those early days, or the most exciting thing
1: the the college was working on that you were promoting? You know, I'll say in the early days, uh, the space program was still very much uh, something that was happening. So being able to meet... Some of our astronauts, like T.K. Mattingly and Jim Boss, and uh, talking about all the things that they were doing and the uh, kind of exposure they brought Auburn University through their uh, careers as astronauts. Uh, we also had a lot of alumni, like people like Jim Odom, who worked on the uh, Saturn B program. So really, uh, early on the uh, space program was a, that, that was that was still a real story. You know, we've come kind of full circle here a little bit because we're helping. Get, you know, get things revved up uh, again. Yeah, yeah ro- thanks. So. The road, road back to
2: the moon goes through Auburn. Oh,
1: That's my right. Goodness. Right, exactly. And, uh, yeah, so we're seeing that again.
2: Well, the campus in and of itself has changed so dramatically while during your time here. Uh, even when we were here, the Shelby Complex was not here. Um, we've added that. We have the Brown Copal Building is going to be opening here in a few weeks. The Gavin, the old textile building has been renovated. We're going to be building the uh, $22 million structures lab uh, out off Sanford. Just talk about. Uh, you know, this place is not the same place that it was when you got here.
1: It's definitely not the same place. Uh, for one thing, it looks much, much better. It lo- it's got much more of a collegiate look. Uh, going back to my time here before engineering, I was in, uh, I had an office in Sanford Hall. And that office faced Sanford Park. This was in the uh, late 70s. And Sanford Park was essentially uh, dirt and sand, uh, there was no real care taken of it. So, uh, you know, I've seen what I've seen here uh, in terms of how the campus looks. You know, Sanford Park is gorgeous now. They've done that over time. And a lot of the other parts of the campus, uh, like creating the uh, thatch mall and so forth, it just looks a lot better. Uh, And our buildings are much more, I'll just say, up to speed. Uh, When I came to engineering, we had some real problems with our laboratories. Now we have... uh, the Waltos Laboratory, we have the Gavin Laboratory, and others spread throughout the engineering quad. So uh, our laboratory presence, which our engineers depend on, is much, much better than it used to be, both for research and for instruction.
2: You've also worked for a, a lot of deans while we're here. Who, who all have you worked for during uh, your
1: time? Yeah, when I came here, I uh, actually I was hired by Lynn Weaver when I came here. Uh, Lynn was a Georgia Tech nuclear engineering graduate, uh, and I was here for probably six months when Lynn uh, took the presidency at Florida Institute of Technology. Uh, shortly thereafter, he invited me to come down and uh, join him there, but uh, but my wife at the time didn't want to move, so I stayed here. Uh, following Lynn— uh, I never knew that. Yeah, never yeah. was news nice to me. I knew that. <laughs> Yes, I actually looked at uh, real estate down there for a couple of days for a house, and I'm sure what I looked at then and what it costs now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm
2: sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I could have retired on three times over. (laughs) So who's your favorite
0: Dayton? Chris Roberts, of course. (laughs) Of course, of course. Just checking. Uh, Speaking of favorites, I know... Your favorite hire, or the best hire of your career, is not only sitting in this room but speaking at this moment. But like, (laughs) what are some other accomplishments that you feel you know that you've uh, really had a hand in in terms of promoting? I know you told me some story. I was trying to remember it once about like getting a flyover or getting some sort of like a like a space shuttle to do some skywriting or something for an event. It was something. It was something big like that. Yeah, actually, I want
1: to talk about my best hire first. It's, it's Marcus Klutz, uh, <laughs> whom I totally forgot hey, to introduce. I was, about
2: to, I was about to say, now the podcast is over.
1: <laughs> I forgot to introduce Marcus. That's perfect. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, no, Jeremy, what you talk about sort of a funny thing, because uh, when I came on board, uh, about the very first thing I did was to uh, dedicate the Aerospace Engineering Building. You know, that was the—we uh, didn't have the— the built-up staff we have now, so I did most of that. And because it's the aerospace building, I thought it would be nice to have a flyover. So I uh, started with the uh, with the ROTC units down here, and they uh, they just weren't able to help. So I uh, shifted my attention to the Department of Defense and uh, just worked my way up the ladder. And every point I was told, "No, we can't do that. Just forget about it." So I was uh, sitting at my desk literally with my feet on my desk and i thought i'm gonna call my senator Mm. uh at the time that was howell heflin and uh i got a call from the air force the next day asking me where and when i wanted my flyover so uh that's that's how things work that's awesome thank you senator heflin
2: that's awesome um In addition to, uh, well, I'll I'll build off that what you had kind of that question, and I know we joked that you're that you're the best hire, (laughs) Um, but you know I'll remark of what we've been able to do, what you the staff that you've been able to put together. um, I know all of us have worked in different mediums, uh, uh, different newsrooms, different organizations, uh, but. To me, this is some of the most talented people that uh, I've ever had the chance to work around. It's a fun environment. Uh, as you, you always elegantly put, uh, we have such an awesome product to sell um, and promote. Um, so to me, just the team that we have now that you've been able to put together is is amazing. And, and I hope we're able to stay together for a while uh, to continue to keep this trajectory going high.
1: Uh, I totally agree with you, Austin. The, the team here is excellent, yourself included. Uh, hmm. And you know i do i'm in public relations uh and public relations is is a widely encompassing uh profession. Some folks have to sell soap, some folks have to sell cars, and I get to sell higher education furthermore, I get to sell engineering and higher education and it's and it's that's a wonderful product uh I didn't mention all the deans I work for, but Larry Benefield was the one that asked me to build a staff up because there is so much competition out there in terms of uh, what people hear from whom. And if you don't have a voice to make yourself known, you're going to get lost out there. So I think it's important that uh, the people in Alabama and beyond know, you know what Auburn University is, what Auburn Engineering is, and the kind of impact we have on our students, on our economic development, and just on our world in general. Uh, we, we have a huge impact.
2: In addition to your role uh, here as a director of communication and marketing, you always ser- also serve as the secretary for the alumni council. Just talk about what that experience is like. I know you've made, uh, in addition to making you know great connections and friendships, but that that council has really made a difference in this college and really helped propel us forward. Uh, just talk about what that's been like to work with those amazing graduates.
1: Uh, absolutely, uh, being secretary of that group is uh is one of my uh. Is one of my happiest jobs, for lack of a better way to say that. Uh, the The Auburn Alumni Engineering Council is composed of uh, of about 130 of our uh, most active, uh, most engaged alumni. Uh, these are the folks that have uh, climbed the corporate ladder, or else uh, formed their own companies, or else become uh, highly proficient line engineers. Uh, they're at the, they're at the top of their field. And it's been wonderful just to uh, engage them and really to celebrate their careers. Uh, they've been amazing. And uh, and and how those careers can help the uh, College of Engineering move forward. It really is a fantastic job seeing these people. I see them uh, twice a year when they meet on campus, and I see them throughout the year. So along
0: those lines with alumni and everything, the years 2010, maybe 2011, Apple founder and CEO – Steve Jobs sadly passes. Tim Cook, Auburn alum, takes the reins. What was that like? I, I wonder because again, you know, we always get to brag about that and everything. Tim Cook, ever heard of Apple? You ever heard of it? But on that day, when all of a sudden, I mean, granted, he had been—he was already in a position of, you know, power and and had climbed the ladder to the you know next highest rung, essentially at the biggest company in the world, uh, probably at the time. But was. Did that have any impact on that day? Like you knew, because I, it, the position I was in at the time, you know, covering Auburn stuff, I, I started, I was like, oh my gosh, we gotta, you know, we gotta do something on this, and so I went for it. Was there? I don't know. Was there any kind of urgency along? The, not urgency, but excitement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there
1: certainly was excitement. Uh, you know, oddly enough, I have a uh, card, a business card from Tim Cook on my desk that I keep there that uh I got from the days that tim actually gave his business cards out himself <laughs> yeah I'm sure that doesn't happen as
2: much anymore
1: uh, i'm sure it's been a while but uh you know tim's a uh tim's a great auburn engineer he's a member of the state of alabama engineering hall of fame uh but before that he was awarded as a distinguished auburn engineer and that's the first time i really got to meet him and spend some time with him uh I think it goes without saying that it's a huge plus that Auburn University has, uh, as its graduate, uh, the CEO of one of the top companies in the in the country, a trillion-dollar company. And we've got you fully converted
2: to Apple products, too.
1: Yeah, funny you should mention that, because uh, for years and years, I was a uh, PC person, uh, because that's what was around the office. But I made a decision about five or six years ago to start to uh, shift toward Apple. So now I have an iMac on my desk, uh, a laptop, an Apple laptop on my uh, table here, and an iPhone. So, yes, I've uh, made the transition completely. Saw the light. Saw the light. And by the way, at the house, I had nothing but Apple stuff, and There too. you I go. There you go. Just just made a transition totally. In addition Thanks, to, Tim.
2: <laughs> In addition to your duties, um, here, as we mentioned, with Secretary of the Council, um, to me, I think probably one of your most favorite roles that you serve uh is being the advisor of the Cooper Engineering Ambassadors. Um those are our students who are there on the front lines they give the tours you know they're at donor uh, alumni related events uh you play a huge part in organizing uh and working with that group uh for many many years just talk about how um a positive experience that has been to be around these awesome
1: students for so many years okay uh Austin you know that's probably the best part of my job is being around these uh these these students uh they're really impressive. They're uh, doing a great job. They're doing much more as college students than I ever did. Amen. Or than I ever imagined. <laughs> Me too. It's just amazing. Uh, so while I'll quickly forget you guys at the table, I will never forget my cupola students. <laughs> uh, we realize that. No, no, no harm, no foul. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know. Jeremy, don't take it personal. Right. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> uh, I will definitely miss you all. But, you know, I'll, the cupola students are such a – such a fun thing to be around. Uh, they're bright, they're energetic, they're focused, and uh, as Austin said, you know, they help uh, during our alumni events make our make our alums feel uh, welcomed back and keep them engaged. Uh, they are the prime movers in uh, helping parents and their students tour the Auburn University Engineering campus and get to know about us. And I have heard over and over from uh, students and parents that the reason they came to Auburn was that cupola engineering tour they got so we have about 50 of those students and uh yeah they're doing a wonderful job
2: yeah i love to see at the tailgates whenever there's some of these students who i i know who they are uh they just were not a student as long as i've been here as an employee Uh, but you're the first person that they come up to um and I, i just love to see that and the connection that
1: you've been able to make with these students over the years Yeah, speaking of that, it's sort of fun when uh, old people come up to me uh, with three kids (laughs) and two. So, yeah, life goes on. It does. It does. When I take over – like your office
0: <laughs> yeah. what is the best vantage point you know for a view and everything i mean is it right there have you had the desk at other spots and everything i mean what's i don't know you know jeremy Just i've, got a, I've
1: got a great window that overlooks the uh concourse but uh, i never actually see people out because my nose is always glued to that computer screen <laughs> i want you to know that good to know good to know samuel again uh y'all are pals right yeah we're good pals uh great guy and i don't know i want He's a great guy and, and his wife uh, just the salt of the earth okay now you
0: you recently I mean I mean it's not just in a professional role that's the that's the impression I've gotten y'all are like let's kick back and yeah chill. You, know,
1: you know of course I got to know Sam uh, when he made his gift in 2001 to the College of Engineering uh, he made a 25 million dollar gift then, and he's virtually double that since then. So you know I began to know him professionally then but uh, this soon worked into a uh, personal relationship as well. Uh, Sam and Ann both are kind as the day is long they are they are honestly just regular people it's it's just amazing. Uh, he's done so much but uh, you would never know if you if you met him that he was any anything else than just a really nice guy.
2: It's not something that you, you probably advertise all the time, but, um, you're also a big supporter of the college. Um, you give back, you support, um, our Eagles program, you support our War Eagle Motorsports. You know, you, you're not just giving, uh, of your time, uh, uh, supporting the college and working for the college, but you're, you're actively doing what we're asking these alumni to do. Uh, and that's just, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I believe in giving back, uh, to Auburn Engineering, uh, and I'm going to be honest, I give back more to Auburn engineering than I do my own alma mater simply because I believe in Auburn that much more and what we are doing. Uh, you know, I don't want, to, don't want to talk about this too much, but I'm working with Dan right now, Dan Bush, to uh, to work on the establishment of a cupola scholarship moving forward. So uh, I would like to leave that kind of legacy. And uh, the paperwork's not done yet, but I hope to do that. See that counterpaggression in the uh, near future that's awesome and and
2: and that that's infectious um you know that that kind of attitude that kind of determination that's infectious on the rest of us
0: yeah well let's talk about that maybe we could start up you know, like a fun, like a petty cash thing on our end. <laughs> <laughs> for some raises or I don't know, just Chick-fil-A. a little, just a little legacy <laughs> or something we could dip into for fun. Just as a reminder. Yeah. To I'll, remember you when you're gone. I wonder who will handle it after I leave. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Check Jeremy's pockets. Well, Jim, uh obviously your your service to the college is uh legendary and uh and everyone has everything. Wonderful to say about you. You don't you don't go anywhere with somebody. I think I think what's so interesting to me in the short time that I've been here is that everybody seems to have some sort of J.K. story or not even a J.K. story, but feels that they have like the, the tightest relationship with. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. J.K. JKJK JK. and uh anyway that's been that's been interesting to see and so uh thank you so much yeah, for and I, and I f- finally getting you here yeah
2: it took a, took a little it took a little here. while but I I'll say that too personally on uh, uh, on a personal note I just can't thank you enough for uh, having me here uh and letting me grow here being a mentor to me what i know I've told you this several times this place will not be the same without you don't forget us uh we're just a hop, skip and a jump away from Opelika jump on the motorcycle and come down here but you deserve every bit of this and uh i want you and karen to to have a great life uh in retirement after here
1: yeah you know i certainly won't forget this and i won't forget the contributions that y'all have made uh i feel some of mine pale to you know to what my staff does but you know i will be around i'm not going to crawl into some cave uh but i do want to say that you know my job is this is sort of this is sort of a hard job to leave because uh while it has been an encompassing job, sometimes a very stressful job, it's been a uh, hugely rewarding job simply because of the people I've been able to work with, both the, uh, the staff, our faculty, our students, uh, people across Auburn. And uh, again, because I'm, I'm selling Auburn engineering, that's a, that's a huge plus. So, you know, it's just been a really good ride. We're
0: going to miss you. Thank you,
1: Jim. I appreciate it. War Eagle. War Eagle. War
0: Eagle.